0: Welcome back. The government is urging Kiwi journalist Charlotte Ballas to take up their renewed offers of MIQ. Now, the journalist revealed at the weekend that she's been given refuge by the Taliban in Afghanistan, but she can't get into New Zealand through MIQ to have her baby girl here. She legally as yet can't live anywhere other than New Zealand or Afghanistan for any length of time. Charlotte Ballas' lawyer is Tudor Klee. Afternoon, Tudor. Hello. Now, I understand that there's a development. Um, Charlotte's been told to reapply under different criteria. Is she going to?
1: Uh, well, she's actually not able to because the criteria doesn't doesn't uh, actually apply to her situation. Um, so we just had to notify NBIE that it's basically not something she can comply with. And the best thing to do is simply to deal with it as it was filed, which is a pregnancy application.
0: Because what the new criteria is that there's a threat to her safety. And if she was to say there was a threat to her safety, that would be a lie.
1: Yeah, of course. And there's, no reason for her to lie to the government when the basis of the application is that she is a pregnant New Zealand citizen and of course that's what the application
0: is. Um, The Minister Chris Hipkins has put out a statement just in the last, um, this afternoon it says the emergency allocation criteria includes a requirement to travel to New Zealand within the next 14 days. Ms. Ballas indicated she did not intend to travel until the end of February and has been encouraged by MIQ to consider moving her plans forward. Why didn't she move her plans forward?
1: Uh, Well, essentially she uh, is currently receiving support from her partner who is resident in Afghanistan. Um, So maximizing that amount of time with a partner while you're pregnant is is something that's encouraged by every uh, antenatal organization in the world probably, certainly in New Zealand. Uh, So it's really important for her to have that time with her partner. That's where you learn birthing plans. Uh, And unfortunately due to to his work, he isn't able to travel uh, earlier. And so she's made the decision... To, uh, to postpone her travel for the, the final trimester through to the end of February.
0: Why not then apply, so it, whatever the date is that she plans to travel, why not apply 14 days out from that?
1: Sure. Well, I've been involved in around 30 pregnancy cases uh, where I've assisted women or partners either coming back to New Zealand. Um, and I've had cases where MIQ has written back and actually said, "We're, for instance, we're so busy, we might not even be able to get back to you within the 14 days. So it's an unreliable system. And if you're in a position um, of pregnancy, the fact is there is no such thing as a no risk pregnancy. And in one third of all my cases, something happened during the pregnancy that changed the uh, equation. So the problem is if she waits until 14 days before, there's a likelihood that they wouldn't even respond in time. And secondly, she may be in a situation where there's a development, and she's not even able to obtain medical clearance at short notice. If they got back to her, let's say the day before the 14 days, um, to even fly home. So it's it's this is the whole problem with pregnancy. It is a very very comp- complex medical scenario, and the MIQ system simply doesn't doesn't understand that um, women's health needs to have some nuances.
0: Guto, I thought it was curious that she was told no, and then the minute that she kicked up a fuss, uh, suddenly they were really keen to try to resolve the situation. Is that a pattern? Are you seeing that happen a fair bit?
1: Oh, absolutely. The cases I've dealt with, um, I mean, maybe a quarter of all the cases I've dealt with, we've had to go to the high court to, um, to obtain a voucher for the women, and in the cases that we've obtained the vouchers, they've all been granted before there was a substantial court hearing. Um, So it's a situation where the squeaky wheel does get the oil. The problem with it, though, is that if you're a woman, and we know that 90% of pregnancy applications are declined. So if you're declined, I think probably you either give up, you hope you can find a lawyer who will act for you, especially pro bono, given the cost of judicial reviews, um, or your last option is essentially to, to flay yourself out to the media and share all of your most personal and intimate details and embarrassment and, and, and shame of the situation and just hope that the um, that the NBIE people or the government will feel so embarrassed that they give you a, a slot. And it's a terrible state of affairs, and it is totally and utterly degrading to women. And I, I just can't believe that we're still having this discussion three three months after it all went through the high court.
0: If you don't get a resolution by the end of this week, what are you going to do?
1: Um, so I I've, I've spoke to Crown Law to give them a courtesy to say, look, if, if there's some confusion about this, can you talk to your client and see if you can fix it? But look, otherwise we're simply going to have to uh, file and go to the high court um, and deal, deal with it that way, which, which is really a situation where nobody wins because it's just the time and cost uh, for something which could be really sorted out in about 15 minutes if anyone uh, took women's health seriously.
0: All right, Tudor, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Tudor Clee, Charlotte Ballas' lawyer.